0: for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I invite you to join us for worship on Sundays at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and 5 p.m. with church school for all ages at 9 a.m. Please also connect with us online at chapelofthecrossms.org. I hope this sermon enriches your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts, bless us, direct us, and send us out living letters of the word. Amen. Please be seated. The other day in Bible study, a fellow traveler asked why God doesn't make himself known as powerfully and as often as God did in the Bible. And that's a darn good question. There are many times when I think to myself, God, we really could use you right now. And in this age, when we travel through a cacophony of loud voices and bad news, we can easily despair at the lack of theophany, a manifestation of God in our lives. And yet, I wonder if God does appear to us in 2022, perhaps as much as God did in 22, and if we are the ones who lack the time, energy, or vision to see the God moment right in front of us. Last Friday, Ellen and I drove up to Cleveland And as the sun rose and glittered over the deltas, fields, and towns, that was a God moment. We were in Cleveland for a swim meet, and as my Anna swam, a fellow chapel young person who swims for another school and in an entirely different division took the time to walk alongside her, cheering her on for the entire heat. That was a God moment. And the day in the country that is full of God moments, except for the dunk tank. (laughs) From the welcome folks receive at the gate to the love that went into every loaf of bread, every tour, and every hayride. God is there when we take our first breath and our last God is there when we forgive and when we reconcile. God is there when we gather at this table to receive the body of Christ, to make vows to our beloved, to remember our honored dead. We are surrounded by God. In our Old Testament reading, Jacob has a profound God moment. Jacob, as I'm sure, you all remember from Sunday school, is a great patriarch of the Jewish tradition, but is also one of the great scoundrels and tricksters of the Bible. Jacob is the grandson of Abraham and Sarah, the son of Isaac and Rebekah, and the twin brother of Esau. And when Rebekah carried Jacob and Esau, they constantly kicked and fought and rolled around in her womb, and when Rebekah prayed to God why she had been afflicted with such discomfort, God responds that her sons would fight all of their lives. What every expectant mother yearns to hear. And when Jacob and Esau grew, Jacob tricks Esau out of his birthright and his father's blessing. Enraged, Esau vows to kill Jacob, so Jacob flees in fear and goes to live in another country, quite the uplifting family drama, soon to be a Hallmark movie. Years pass, and after being instructed by God to return home, Jacob decides to face his estranged brother. And on the eve of the confrontation, Jacob sends all of his family, his entire household, and all of their possessions across the river, while Jacob remains alone to prepare for his reunion with Esau. And as he waits, someone joins him at the riverside, and they wrestle. The other is God. And Jacob and God lock horns in a very serious encounter. And when neither is able to defeat the other in the wrestling, God says to Jacob, You shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with God. And God blesses him. Jacob wrestles with the very God and is not destroyed, as you might imagine, but instead emerges from the conflict changed and blessed. And when we encounter God, like Jacob, we too are changed and we too are blessed. Encountering God is not like bumping into someone else's buggy at the Kroger. When we encounter God, our soul is stirred, Our imagination is inspired, and our perspective is recalibrated. The transformation is very different for each and every one of us, and when you are part of the life of God, when we encounter God, something happens. The change and the blessing is not immediate. It takes time and multiple encounters and, dare I say it, discipline But like eating more mindfully, exercising, meditating, or praying after a while, after we strive with God, change happens. The change you will feel after encountering God will be transformative. And you may no longer lack despair the lack of God's presence in the world, for you have seen how our God acts. Now, I could end the sermon there. Some of you might be saying to yourself, that sounds like an excellent idea. Amen, and on to the creed. A beloved brother in Christ reminded me that the saints' game is on at noon, so I'll keep it brief. This will be, as a friend of mine calls it, a multiple amen sermon. Not because the oratory is so inspiring that you shout out, amen, but because there are multiple times when the preacher could have said, amen, and put us out of our misery. But I do want to say one thing more. I want to ask you a question. After you are transformed by God, how will you respond If you encounter God in your life, especially here at the Chapel of the Cross, and if that encounter changes and blesses you, what's next? Will you be a more loving spouse or a more patient parent? Will you pray about your spiritual gifts and engage in a new ministry? Will you go out into the world and be a herald for God's justice in the broken places? Will you be more generous with your time, your talent, and your treasure?" This is the time in the church year when we talk about generosity and invite everyone to be generous so that we may continue the transformative ministry of the Chapel of the Cross. In the next week or so, you will receive a letter from our excellent stewardship chairs, Stan Heron and Tommy Robertson, as well as a pledge card, with opportunities to give. And let me be the first to thank you for what you will give. And also, please note that during this time of transition and uncertain economic times, How we give will speak volumes to the priests who might be discerning a call to be the next rector of the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a transforming place, a place where folks and families connect with God. But as we welcome new members, as we nourish our ministries, as we make a difference in this world, we need your generosity. Now, more than ever, and I invite you to be part of this transformative time. After God blessed him, Jacob called that place Pineo," meaning the face of God, saying, for I have seen God here face to face. Here, too, at the chapel of the cross, we see God How will you be transformed by that encounter, and how will you respond? Amen.